Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 102, The Unknown Trail. We are now on Patreon.com. If you'd like to support Trust the Trail podcast, please check out Patreon.com forward slash Trust the Trail. We would love for you to be a part of our Patreon community. Plus, you can always receive our podcast early before it hits iTunes or any of the other podcatchers. We always give special tips, special video, and special podcasts. So please join our Patreon community. On this episode, we discuss taking the blind leap forward. How two people on opposite sides of the country trusted the trail and did something impactful for themselves that challenged them both physically and emotionally. Trusting the trail isn't always about a hiking trail, but instead trusting that your journey will be exactly what is needed, more often the more challenging aspect of the trail itself. You can always join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join our podcast family. Seriously, come hang out with us. Be part of our community. It is it's so rewarding on so many levels. Yeah. So um, a quick update. We got a message from the Baileys today. Um, I haven't talked to you about this. I was just going to spring this on you right now. Um, <laughs> they finished the Foothills Trail. Oh, that's so exciting. And the section that they did, it rained on them. Good. And she had sent some uh, pretty cool video of um, someone crawling under a tree. <laughs> and it just looked really fun. It, it looked, it, they looked, they had a great time. Good. Uh, I think she's going to post pictures on our Facebook uh, community group. So we're absolutely, but they're fine. They did it. Uh, congratulations to the Baileys who, who did it. They, they took the whole family out backpacking. And, and I guess the last day they were only going to do eight miles, but they ended up doing 14 miles because <laughs> because of food motivation. I want... They were inspired yeah, I by food. I, uh, who isn't when I, you're that's out what there? I, that's what I told her. I I'm, said, nothing inspires you to get off the trail than food. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm actually glad that they got rain. That makes oh, me yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's it was and they got good weather, rain. I mean, they, you know, they got everything. So they she seemed like she was really happy and I told her to be, you know, she should be very proud of her family. What a what a great accomplishment to bring, you know, all your kids backpacking. We'll have to ask if they use their trail names. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good question, <laughs> right? Well, anyway. We'll message after the podcast. Uh but this podcast really inspired us because um we had two people that we never thought would be in a swamp and they went on our Okefenokee uh, kayak trip and it, it was it, not only was it an incredible trip but the story that we want to share with you guys about how they got there was just so impactful um, it really inspired us uh, it motivated us for sure you may remember Yvonne from the most glorious cat hole <laughs> story who messaged, uh, who messaged us a few months ago about how, you know, she started listening to the podcast. She started hiking. One thing led to another. And boom, now, I mean, like, she's ready to hit the adventure circuit yeah, uh, big time. And she is just so 
so inspiring and so motivating. She she said, hey, I, I think I want to go on this kayak trip. And we're like, oh, okay, that that's cool. She goes, I don't know how to, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to go. And we're like, okay. Well, her story is someone who bought a one-way ticket to Atlanta with little to no kayaking experience, let alone a swamp, and traveled all the way across the country to a very unknown destination. I mean, it's one thing to meet people you don't know and you've never met. Right. It's the other thing to meet them, um, meet people you've never met, and by the way, they're taking you into a Georgia swamp. Ga <laughs> with gators. <laughs> Gator infested territory where there are so many critters and creepy crawlies and, you know, uh, you know, potential predators, as she would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah gators are uh, meat eaters. And the other person, Ellie, um, who we know, she sat across from us at a dinner table and looked at us, looked at us square in the eye and said, I will never go into the swamp in a gator infested swamp gas swamp <laughs> swamp gas yeah. swamp not only did you all swamps have swamp one. gas not only did she say it once i believe multiple times she reiterated you know let this one go i'm never going in a testimony to the statement never say never because slowly and surely uh there was some convincing and Rest assured, she she couldn't believe that she had never she had once never considered going in. Yeah, I, and and they both have such amazing stories because you know when I I picked Yvonne up after she got here, and it's just like we felt like we knew each other. We're like Yvonne, Gloria's cat, old girl, <laughs> and uh, she was just so excited, just so excited. But she was more excited to push herself into facing her fear and doing something that normally, I mean, Oregon is a beautiful state, not too many swamps in Oregon. Um, so this was an opportunity for her to, to see things and experience things she would have never gotten to see in her own state. And so her story about trusting the trail isn't just about physically being on the trail, it's trusting everything was going to be okay with travel, you know, making sure, uh, you know, we, we corresponded with her and, you know, making sure she had, you know, a place to stay once we got into Atlanta. I but, mean, the trust factor was huge for her. Well, not even just that, but trusting that these two individuals that she's been listening to now for a very long time, guiding her through things are going to be a okay in person. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a, that's a big one. That is a huge trust factor because yeah. it's such an unknown on top of multiple unknowns. And there's just, it's just so inspiring to hear that there's this level of adventure that you're willing to be susceptible in all these unknowns and and that's kind of where we're going with the unknown trail yeah i i, I mean absolutely and and for ellie it, the biggest the biggest thing was literally facing her fear the fear of you know i mean let's face it i i was um a little trepidatious when 
I saw a thousand gators on that one trip that we went on. It, they're intimidating. But Ellie was like, there is no way I'm just going to be food on purpose. You know, like. It's like, I don't get the idea. Yeah, I don't get the idea. Why would I stick my body yeah. into a right. swamp? And the funny thing about it is that you guys are going to get to hear from both of them and how they how they did and what they thought about going in and what they got coming out. And for Ellie's case, I'm so proud of her because the first hour we go into the swamp, I mean, and we loaded. I mean, you guys, you know, I mean, we could have survived out there for weeks. We had so much food. But the funny thing is, is that Jim and Ellie were in a canoe. Ariane, myself, and Yvonne were in kayaks. So Ellie's frame of mind was like, well, the farther I sit away from the water, the safer I'll be. But Jim put her up in front. So <laughs> if anybody was going to see the gator first, it was going to be Ellie. And sure enough, I don't think we were an hour into our adventure, maybe an hour. And we're paddling and it was uh, Jim, and Yvonne, Jim and Ellie who were first. I was second. And then... Yvonne, Ariane, we're lollygagging we're in the, in the way back, back right? <laughs> and we're we, so we're paddling, and and what what happens? We see a gator, but not only she sees the gator first; it's right there, right on the side. And this gator, for some reason, wasn't just like sunning and chilling out. It decided to have some kind of like a seizure, and or was scared, and just did like the somersault. <laughs> This somersault in on the side and just made all this noise. And I was in the back. I even got a little like, whoa, hey there, buddy. <laughs> Calm down there. Simmer down. And, Simmer down. We're not lunch. <laughs> yeah. And I could just see it. And that was Ellie's first, uh, you know, first kind of like introduction to the swamp. Um, but to hear her, how she faced her fear and what she got out of it afterwards and hear Yvonne's so excitement. Um, was just just awesome. So this is the interview. We went to Traders Hill Campground, which is right across from the Okefenokee Put-In, where uh, the gift shop and the permits and everything else is there. The canal is there. It's, it's very close. Traders Hill is a very historical campground where the Spaniards used to come up um, on the St. Mary's River and trade with the Seminole Indians. And so, thus, Traders Hill. So it's very historical. It's been there forever. And the backdrop of Traders Hill Campground is this, these gigantic live oak trees with Spanish moss hanging down. They've got uh, some shower facilities, uh, bathrooms, a huge, gigantic canopy with picnic tables. Um, and so that's where we always have our base camp when we take people out on the Okefenokee. And it's a great place to get ready to go put in. And it's a great place to come out when we're done. And we cooked like kings and queens. Kings and queens we cooked. <laughs> so once out of the swamp, uh, we definitely, oh man, we partied. But we also took the time to interview both Yvonne and Ellie um, the two of these individuals exemplified exactly what trusting the trail is all about and how you're not in control of your surroundings you're not in control of things that you might fear um, 
things that you can't really grasp or understand until you've experienced them. Um, and this proves that when you do that, when you put limitations on that trust factor, you really do limit your possibilities of what you can explore and experience. And this shows that so intensely, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we hope you enjoy listening to their side of their adventure. Yvonne, the most glorious cat hole girl, and Ellie. So we're sitting with Jim and Ellie. Um, we're at Traders Hill Campground, just um, getting out of the Okefenokee Swamp, which is really, Traders Hill is a great campground if you're going to uh, go paddle in the Okefenokee. It's just, it's beautiful here. It's a beautiful morning, had breakfast, coffee, and uh, wanted to talk to Ellie about her first experience in the swamp. And of course, Ellie, when we talked to her in the originally about going into the swamp ellie was uh like i don't think i'm gonna ah, the gators <laughs> their stories i don't i don't know and uh her partner jim they are like the cutest couple in the world and jim said trust the trail and we said trust the trail and you did a two-night three-day paddle in the okie what i mean like what'd you think the first thing that comes to my mind is, um, like, I kept saying, wow, oh my God, and it took my breath away, so it, it was far beyond what I imagined, and once I was able to let go of my fear of snakes dropping out of trees and gators <laughs> knocking me into the water to chew me for lunch. It, it only happened once. <laughs> that, you know, then I was able to just drink it in and it was magical. Seriously, you guys were drinking while you were canoeing, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hell yes. <laughs> um, and, and we were talking last night, uh, or the, yeah, last night we were kind of talking about the journey just to get into the swamp is, it, it's fascinating because you go through, you know, you, you go through hell no, there's, I'm just not going to do it. And then that process of negotiating your fear and saying, negotiating, well, you know what, I, maybe I could. And then negotiating, you know, I'm going to do it. That's the that's the beautiful part of your story is, you know, when we were talking, we were laughing about the gators and how many gators we had seen the previous trip. You could just see the blank stare on your face going, <laughs> yeah, no, good luck. You can tie me to the canoe, but I'm not going willingly. <laughs> and now, and then all of a sudden you're in, you're, you're there. I mean, I just think that's the, that's the thing that I love about your story is that you faced your fear. I mean, you faced a pretty big fear. Yeah, it was. I was pretty nervous, especially the first day. I was trying to get my bum situated on the seat, so every once in a while I'd put my legs up to stretch out, and then I'd go, oh, no, I can't do that, and I'd pull them back and tuck them back under because I was on the, oh, what do you call it, the 
I was nervous and right, I didn't right, right. want to be caught off guard if a gator bumped me into the water. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally exposed on the, on, the, on the bow of the boat. Oh. So, so, you know, once you got in there and, you know, there was that probably, I'm sure that moment when you thought, you know, this isn't, this isn't that bad. You know, it's beautiful scenery. And then we get, we we'd had a long day. We had a really long first day of paddling. Um, and then all of a sudden you're on this deck in the middle of the swamp camping and it all starts changing. You know, we start bringing the food out, you know, things get a little bit more comfortable. So Party what, time. Right, right. <laughs> so what was your, what'd you, what'd you, what were your thoughts on this whole platform in the middle of the swamp and paddling up to it and camping on this, this platform? It was fun. It was it fun. It was it just uh, nothing short of it was fun, and I felt the stress from just weeks of life melting off of me. And, you know, good food, good company, good drink. It was fabulous. What was the turning point for you initially after a year of trying to convince you to go in? Um, what turned in your mind to say that maybe I'm going to, I'm going to give this a go? Well, simply Jim, my partner. Yeah. yeah. His love for the swamp and for camping. And I love him immensely and want to hang out with him. And it was his birthday. And so I went, okay, I'm going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> now, Jim has been in the swamp now how many times? I couldn't tell you. My first trip was back in the 70s, but, you know, my family's from South Georgia. I grew up playing in Blackwater Creeks and as well as in the mountains. So it just, it's always been a thing for me. So, Jim, if you guys uh, are, are avid listeners, you would know that Jim is the, the one that was on that last trip with hundreds of gators. Hundreds of gators us. that we saw. Absolutely. I would say thousands. <laughs> Jim, literally, <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it, we saw it 50, 60 gators an hour easy, and we were in the, on the on the canoes for we were paddling for about thirty three hours total for that right, trip. Right. So you do the math; that's in the thousands. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Jim um, was the character along with Ariane that was telling Scott to go paddle next to the big uh. alligator um, when we went in the first time. So we had a lot of fun. So the cool thing about this um, trip was our first night camping. We celebrated a birthday and food came out of that canoe that I didn't think was possible. And we had, we had a carrot cake. Mm -hmm. We had a carrot cake. Yeah. And we had, um, what was the fruit? The trifle cake. The it's trifle a, cake. Yeah. It's a um, British dessert with sponge cake and strawberries, kiwis. With whipped cream. Blueberries. Oh yes, and homemade custard, and and so we we tell Jim to go on the other end of the platform. <laughs> no, Turn... you told me to go sit in the privy. I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> right, right. right. Go sit in the privy. You've been a bad boy. <laughs> and so, so all of a sudden, like there's this happy birthday sign, and we had lights, and we had candles. Well, we had sparkler candles, and. Uh, 
Yeah, you, we celebrated your 46th birthday. <laughs> Pulled out the can of whipped cream. Pulled out the can of whipped cream. <laughs> and we had this great birthday party on the platform. And I think that's that's the one of the magical things about, you know, you know whether you're if you bring a canoe you can haul all that gear which is kind of the fun part of the trip yeah. you know and you guys um you guys had a lot of you guys had a lot of stuff but it was so it was just so <laughs> much fun it was so much fun so after that where you said you were kind of relaxed after the first night yes yeah most definitely and so then so our listeners know we did the most difficult part of the swamp the most difficult part of the trail and as we always say on our podcast you know no pain no gain right and so if you're going to see the beautiful things you're going to have to work for it so the second day if the first day was a long day the second day was probably the most challenging day because we were going through what i would just say sticks and twigs and branches and leaves and um, the trail and, got kind of small. And roots Cabbage floating and, in the water. And <laughs> yep, yep. So when you, um, I guess the idea is if you ever see these movies where they're like, like hatchet, you know, like they're going through and they, they've got the big hatchet and they're trying to get through the brush and they're, they can barely get, that's pretty much how that trip was or that paddle was. It, it was, yeah. <laughs> I let out a few screams. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but you, but you guys said you had a great time. That, that was, was fun a, for you. Oh, was it the was. the funnest day ever. I, yeah. I kept going, I can't believe we're having this much fun. And, <laughs> It's like playing a video game and you'd clear one obstacle and then the music would play and then there'd be a whole new set of obstacles to go through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Ellie, I know that your initial reaction to what the swamp would have been probably is very, very, very different than what it actually was for you. So, what was that experience like? actually getting into the swamp, experiencing it, and then all those worries and all those fears dissipating for you once you're in. It was serene, incredibly serene and beautiful. I'm an artist and um, just going down the trails were, took my breath away. Yeah. It, and it, it was just beyond what I could ever imagine. What were some of your, I would say, most magical moments in there? Paddling through the cypress trees and the water was so black and it was like um, the reflection of the trees on the water, looking into the water was the same as looking up into the sky. You saw this, mm-hmm. and it was otherworldly. It. I hope that I never forget those <laughs> those images. Yeah. It's like going back in time. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's funny because most people's initial reaction when we say the swamp is magical and it's so beautiful, it's like the beauty of this, of the Okefenokee is completely... It's un, you can't explain it to people, what you get to visualize. And everyone initially is like, really, a swamp? Like, I'm sure it's pretty, you know? But 
but the magic that you get to experience alone is just it's indescribable yeah in every well, way well i think the thing is like when you when you say swamp they automatically think of a swamp creature <laughs> you know they automatically think of like there can't be a good thing you know the swamp yeah bugs, yeah, bugs. and isn't that where they usually dump people <laughs> you know it doesn't have a great reputation but it's really the opposite and the okefenokee is such a protected area um that you know it really does you know like jim said you know going back in 20 years 20 years ago things have changed but not really you know, it, it's kind of the same, it's the same swamp and it's just, that's the beauty of it. It's really stayed the same. It kind of like time stands still in the swamp, but yet it changes at the same time, you know? And I think that's, that's the, that's the cool thing about it is that you just see so much, just so much, like, you feel like you have gone back in time, like Jurassic Park kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I want to interject that even around every, well, the swamp stays the same, but it's not all the same because around every bend in the trail, you'd come out onto this whole new environment that would just take your breath away, like a field of um, water lilies or the cypress trees, all the different plants and the Flora and fauna it was incredible. The, divi yeah. the divi diversity of this trail alone is probably the most diverse trail in all oh, of the Okefenokee trail yeah. system. There's a lifetime of stuff to see down there. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, on our last trip, we recreated a scene that I had photographed with some friends 30 <laughs> years before. Yeah, that was cool. And, and I've looked at those two pictures, and the only thing that's changed is that the the color of your hair. The, the guy in the scene. <laughs> the guys in the scenes look a lot older. Yeah. So. I think they had updated the privy. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the new solar-powered privies. The old scene was the winter. But they, but they still have the same solar-powered privy that where right. the original mm -hmm. scene was. So. What would you say to somebody considering the Okefenokee? Wanting the adventure, but also facing an enormous amount of fear going in. What what would you offer them in advice? Let the fear go and um, grab hold of what you can get out of it. Because it will be an experience that you'll never, ever have otherwise. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it's so incredibly beautiful and awe-inspiring. I'd say let the fear go, and because this is amazing. Yeah, and the thing is, is that you know um, we had beautiful weather the first day, we had cloudy weather the second day, but on our on our last day to get out, um, it poured. Yeah, it I did. mean it was pouring rain. Yeah, and the the. What I loved about it, it was almost like Mother Nature saying, I'm so glad you guys are here. I'm glad I could show you a good time, but eh, let me give you a little dose of reality. I really <laughs> don't care about your kayak trip. And all of a sudden, it's like, and waited. She waited till we were just getting ready. To load the boats. To load the boats. You know? <laughs> and wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> and here we go. Yeah. And, You're welcome. And it poured. It poured. But it, look at the attitude we all had. 
it you was know, beautiful. Yeah, we were like, the, bring it on. We don't care. Oh, I love the rain dancing on the water, and I was watching the shapes of the the raindrops because the the shapes were different from the rain falling out of the trees versus falling out of the sky and the bubbles they created and the reflections they made. So I felt like I was watching little fairies dance in front of me the whole morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was and, beautiful. Yeah, we, and we didn't care. I mean, we just had the best time. And I, it, I mean, was it was all just, part of it. It was all part of it. And we knew yeah. that and not one person even complained at all because of the rain. We just got in there and we just did it. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was just a really fun, adventure and it kind of even made it more i would say it kind of like rounded it off yeah i'm glad absolutely. that i got to experience the rain yeah right yeah. absolutely yeah i was kind of dreading it but <laughs> <laughs> but it ended up being yeah it was fun so yeah, yeah once you get magical. in and it's you know the, the thought of getting out of a warm sleeping bag and paddling in the rain is daunting but once you're in it you're like this wow, is so this, cool yeah. and yeah. if you're prepared for it you know and once you get soaking wet, you can't get wetter. Right. That's the thing. There is no level of wetness. I mean, it's you're either wet or you're dry. And once you're wet, you're like, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, you know. And 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 my kayak had a little leak in it, so like I had water coming shooting up my pants leg most of the time. So yeah, on both ends. You know, I mean, it was wet. At one point, you're like, yeah, it's wet, and we're done. <laughs> so, but I think the the really cool part of it is just the, I love your story because you just, you know, you just faced your fear, you know, you just, you know, you just did it and you just went in there and it was nothing like you imagined it was, and it was so much better. Oh, and uh, yeah, I can't even put words to the difference of my initial, initial imagination with it my what I thought it was going to be and how I thought it would go it was just so much better I've been bitten by the okie <laughs> and now I want my family to go and all my friends to go and it's yeah. like you gotta see this yeah it's unreal you you should write that song I've been bitten by the okie <laughs> <laughs> So, well, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Really appreciate it. And we had a blast. Oh, thank you for being the most incredible host and hostess. Another, this, another awesome trip with Scott yeah, and Ariane. Yeah, this is like the on my top 10 wonderful memories that I've had in my life. This is right up there. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So we're also sitting with a special guest because... A very special guest, you, actually. She inspired the podcast, The Most Glorious Cat Hole, <laughs> Yvonne, who wrote us a message about her first experience digging a cat hole. And when we put the Okie trip together, she's like, I'm coming. <laughs> and she traveled all the way from Portland, Oregon, all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, and the next thing she knows, not she's not digging a cat hole, but we have put her in a kayak in the swamp. <laughs> and we, we like treating our podcast listeners, you know, with a little adventure. What would you Absolutely. like to do? Let's go into a swamp. <laughs> so Yovana's here, and she's been a blast to go kayaking with because everything is new to her. And so everything that 
she sees, she gets so excited about, which is that's the way it should be. And we, she kind of gives a little bit of breath of fresh air because, you know, we've seen it, Ariana and Eric have seen it, but Yvonne is like, oh my God, look, that's, and then we, we get excited again. So it was very cool. So it's almost as looking, spending time with Yvonne in the swamp has been almost like looking at the trail again with fresh eyes as though, you know, it was, it was once an initial experience for you to, everybody knows their first time out on the trails and what the outdoors has done for them. And spending time with you, Yvonne, has been like reverting back to that first time again. And it's been so, it's just been so rewarding, not only getting to meet a podcast listener, <laughs> a very Absolutely. dedicated podcast listener in person and spending day and night uh, just getting to know each other and, and, and talking and, and, and getting a different side of each other. But so tell us, it, it was it was a it was a big first for you. Tell us all about it. Well, I think the first thing is when I first got an email about the trip, I was kind of feeling down because I I really really wanted to go, but I wasn't sure if I'd be able to make it happen financially. So I just kind of like I don't know. I just kept thinking about it, and I had a friend um, buy a painting from me that I did. And it was just enough money for me to not even buy a plane ticket, but to buy a one-way bus ticket to Georgia. And I feel like by doing that, I, I knew I was going to be there. I could at least be there, and I knew I'd figure out the rest. So it was even just the initial start of trying to make it happen was totally like... It was totally a trust the trail moment because I kept yeah. telling myself that. I was like, oh, I bought one ticket. I have to figure out the rest now. And... And the next thing you know, you're in a you're in a kayak know, in the swamp. Absolutely, <laughs> and it was totally awesome. Like I, you know, the only thing that I ever felt like uncomfortable the entire time was when I got sunburned, and that was day one, and it was just like bound to happen. But everything else, I was almost surprised how comfortable I felt there. Like I thought I'd be struggling behind everyone in the kayak, or that you know I'd be the last one to set up camp and everything, and and it wasn't like that at all. It was absolutely awesome. No, in fact, a lot of times you were the first one in the boat in the water, <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, yesterday Scott's like, "Come on, Yvonne, you're next." I'm like, "Dude, I loaded yeah, up she's before you. Up. Where have you been? I'm sitting here waiting on you guys." But but the the most impressive thing is that I think when we were the second day when we were going through all the spaghetti and the, and the jungle, and when yes. I say jungle, I'm not kidding. Absolutely it's, jungle. It's like you almost need like a hatchet to get through these these uh hairpin <laughs> turns and and everything else so you know like i came out first and I'm, i thought man gosh i i hope people don't get like distraughted by it i hope it was you know they're okay the, the vines like jumanji come out yeah. and like wrap you around <laughs> you and you're around. stuck there forever your paddle doesn't yeah. fit in the canal <laughs> it's like and so i was i was kind of like worried that oh man i i hope we didn't do too hard of a route. And so I'm on the platform and I, I hear singing. I hear singing like in the, in the, in, in the, the swamp, in the swamp. And here's, here's Yvonne about 15 minutes later, just singing, having a good time. Oh, she's, yes. she's just so happy. And I'm like, wow, you, you're like the yes. second person out of there. You, you can paddle girl. 
It was good stuff. I kept, in fact, honestly, because they had described it like it was going to be so bad, I was just thinking it was going to be like quicksand and, yeah, like the vines wrapping. And the whole time I'm like waiting for it to get worse. And then it'd only be bad for, you know, a couple hundred feet. And then you come out and you'd kind of, the water would like pool in this beautiful area with these super tall trees. And the whole time, whenever I'd come to an area like that, is it reminds me of the scene in Pocahontas where <laughs> she's on the way to go see Grandmother Willow. And she kind of like rolls up under this beautiful tree. And, and that's what it reminded me. The whole time it felt like, like a little fairy tale. Not even just otherworldly, but definitely like a fairy tale. So, what would, what would, how could you describe, how would you describe the swamp then? I mean, like, it's oh, magical. It was, isn't it? it really was magical. In fact, like, one of the first things I noticed when we were going in is every once in a while I'd get this, like, super potent, fresh, piney smell. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, this swamp smells so good. I, like, <laughs> I, I, no, for real. Like when you, when you think swamp, you think like boggy, bubbling poison, like <laughs> these critters that just want to murder you. And no, it was awesome. I, I, it was serene and beautiful. The, the way the canopy would kind of like you'd come into this area and the trees would arc over and all of a sudden, you know, there's cool breeze and you're just slowly paddling through this beautiful place. It was awesome. It's, it's very much like you get in rhythm with your movements in this kayak and you're going kind of with the flow of the current and it almost becomes this very methodical movement and you just become you become so attuned to everything around you because your movements are so fluid at one point where you can actually enjoy not just looking at where you're steering yourself but look at look above you look to the left of you look to the right of you see these minor little details hidden within the swamp and that's something that changed for you on day two uh, day one, we were making sure you were good. <laughs> and then there was a moment where I'm like, she's got this. Let's give her some, let's give her some time to, to, to give space and figure it out on her own. And there was that turning point where Yvonne just, you just lit up after that yes. first initial solo experience. Oh yeah. In fact, like I, every, at first I think I started like, you know, they, Scott was in the front, and then the canoe with Scott and or, uh, Ellie and Jim, me, and then behind me was Ariane. And I remember, like, everyone up front is like, oh, we saw a gator. It bubbled underwater. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, I want to see my first one by myself. Scott, can I go up front? Like, I, I really want to spot it on my own. I don't want anyone else to point <laughs> it out to me. I wanted it to be, like, all those magical moments on my hikes I do by myself and at first Scott's like there'll be plenty of gators and I'm like but Scott I really <laughs> want so finally you know Scott goes blazing up the trail I'm like okay and we I didn't imagine like when I was thinking about this trip that I would ever be by myself in the space and that was one of my favorite parts like I feel like I don't know, 95% of the time I was by myself yeah. Yeah. so after everyone kind of split up a bit the the first alligator I saw, it was kind of sitting on this, like the base of a tree on this little tiny, I don't know, 
patch of grass and I saw him sitting there and I'm kind of squinting and I'm not quite sure and then he just bloop plops in the water and kind of swims but he didn't go completely underwater his head was above water and he just kind of like wiggled to the side of me and then stopped and I could just see his body floating there and I remember like yelling back to Ariana I saw my first game and I was like so excited at like it was the you know I was nervous before the trip but it was an excitement nervous but then when I was finally in the swamp I'm like I just want to see one by myself like I I just want that moment that magical moment and I got to have it and it was so cool it was awesome I felt like I totally manifested that and it was amazing the, the gator was like Yvonne you shall pass you are good to go <laughs> like, right. he kind of like nodded his head yeah, he did this little like thumbs up with his claw yeah. you know and I, like, I was good like in my book. this is where I'm supposed to be like I it was awesome and then it was on that first day too this is the first time I ever had to like really kayak like I've been in a kayak and a canoe in the middle of a lake where like nothing really matters and all I know is you just paddle 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 I've never had to like I've never been in a space where you want to treat this little narrow passageway like a trail and you know I was kind of struggling on the first day where like I'd get going kind of fast and then all of a sudden there's this bush and, <laughs> and Ariane's <laughs> like giggling <laughs> and Ariane behind me she kind of she watched me for a little while and then finally she described to me the way that she paddles like slow and methodical and how like each little yeah kind of how you tailor and mold your very gentle movements to your surroundings and you know there would be times in the swamp where I'm just trying to like focus on being able to paddle and stuff and I I'd forget I was around all these alligators or I'd for, I'd kind of miss things but once Ariane taught me how to paddle that way where you're looking at everything about you you're looking at the water of course because these there's like tangly lily pads and then <laughs> the way these bushes are right to your side and then the arch of the trees above you and and the way she described it to me you had to study your path in front of you it, from top to bottom to then make your own movements and it became a really mindful and really peaceful way to experience it and, and that really clicked with me because the way Ariane showed me how she paddles and I got to watch the way she observes her environment in nature that's when her and I even kind of clicked because we yeah. realized like we yeah. are we see it the same way or we appreciate the same types of things in fact but actually the night before though when we <laughs> camped at Trader's before Hill before we were even on the water yeah you know our our first night we walked down to the Florida border to yeah. the river coming through and we're just kind of checking stuff out and I, I asked Ariana I'm like hey because 99% of the things I was looking at were completely new to me so if there was anything she thought was notable uh, notable I wanted her to tell me so she would point out some cool things and then all of a sudden Ariane kind of whispers to me oh oh I I think there's something in the water over there and we're like squinting across and there's this you know at first we're like is it gator oh maybe it's a snake because it's you know a couple feet long and kind of like dancing across the top of the water and like swaying back and forth and we're just like in and awe there was of an, it there was an art right up at the at the very front 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah so, absolutely. I mean, we were all all yeah. We were we even got like a little upset when the motorboat was coming through. We're like, <laughs> oh no, he's gonna go away, and you know the boat comes through, and then we're looking and looking and. It's a stick. <laughs> like my my first critter experience in the swamp, and like Ari and An and I were like double rainbowing over it. We're like, oh, it's so beautiful, and it's a stick. I, but I it was like, awesome. I would, I would it like was awesome. To but say, Yvonne, it was the most glorious of stick. It was a special moment for us. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna get a message <laughs> saying, oh, but it was the most glorious stick. I would like to say that. I, I wish I could say that I, I I then turned around and been like, ha, I fooled you. But no, I really legit thought it was a snake. <laughs> and she was excited too because like you were saying how you hadn't even, like you've only ever seen one snake out there yeah, or something. Yeah. So yeah, that but was I, pretty awesome. So I, I, everything was a first for you and everything was so magical. And I, every time I would intersect with you on the trails, I would, ha I mean, she would be grinning, the biggest grin I could, and she was just like bursting with excitement over the smallest little details, and it was just so empowering to see not only, you were very nervous that first night, you know, with prep and just trying to make sure you had it all down, and the confidence, I mean, within like, you know, six, eight, yeah, very short time. ten hours in the swamp, there was so much confidence that you had built, and it was just... It was it was just so infectious and it was it was beautiful to watch. What was specifically what was different for you than what you had anticipated? Well, the whole time I kept envisioning like what my childhood swamp was. You know, we had this little creek behind my house growing up and I'd go back there and sit under the bridge and look for critters and it smelled and it was shallow and dirty and like I don't know just like honestly kind of gross but I still <laughs> loved it so I I couldn't imagine such a pristine area like it felt like this beautiful jungle there was there was spots where when the current would kind of get high it wasn't just like a current like a river the current would be like like we would be intersecting with, with the current, the, well, yeah. we're following the the, the trail, path yeah. of the trees and whatnot, but the current's going through the swamp to the side. And, you know, you get some cool, like, drifting action trying yeah. to go through the turns. <laughs> but, you know, that was something I would have never imagined or I, I could not have, I don't know, just we'd get to a point where, you know, you just kind of lift up your paddle and start coasting really gently. And it felt like you were going through some sort of museum, like as if this entire thing was was moving paintings to your side, left and right. And that's a good way to describe awesome. it. That's a that's an awesome yes. way to describe it. It is kind of like that, you yeah. know. It's like a and, museum of moving, paint constantly moving paintings, you know. And you never uh, know what's going to be around the next corner. It's so yes. different. It's so diverse all the time. Um, and well, then there's the other part where you know you close your eyes. And I've never heard so many animals in my life. Never. Not simultaneously like that. Like you, there was so many different types of bird noises. Or you'd be going through an area and if you, if you slow down enough and don't stir up the water, you could hear the frogs talking to each other. Yeah. And like all over you, surround sound times a thousand. It was so cool. 
It was that was one of my favorite parts actually is listening to all the birds. Definitely. Well, I think it's an amazing story that you share because you know you trusted the trail twice. <laughs> you trusted the trail when you came out here, and then you trusted the trail when you're out on the swamp. And I think you have a great story. Um, I can't even tell you how much we appreciate you coming out here and going paddling with us. It Me was too. a great time. Thank you so much for your glorious cat hole story. <laughs> the glorious right? stick story. The to come. Now we have the glorious oh, yes. stick it's story. Like the, the child books. The most, I see them in the most cute. glorious yeah, stick. Yeah, really. Absolutely. <laughs> right? the most um, so thank you. Thank you so much. So man. I know our listeners are dying to know do we match up? As to in person, what, what 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 we what we are in the podcast? Well, yes. In fact, I was super <laughs> nervous to meet them. Like super nervous because, you know, the outdoor community you have all different types of people. Some mm -hmm. people are a little bit more like the naturalists, and the other ones are like the extreme sportists kind of. And <laughs> and Scott and Ariane are this really special in between. In fact, just like. When we were sitting on the platform one night, I was just kind of watching Scott. While, and Scott's always so exuberant, and you'd think he'd be an extrovert and all this, and you know maybe he is, but watching Scott be silent and in awe on, on that deck that first night, and I remember like someone was trying to talk to him or offering him something, and he just kind of like, nicely like shoot him away and then went back to what he was looking at i mean gone but, with you. but it was just to see him in his happy place was one thing you know i, I yeah. figured the more ariana and i had kind of like talked about the things her and i both liked like i i got a pretty good idea of like we were on the same page but then watching scott and his element was super cool and i had so much fun like our our nights on the platforms we were just all giggling and talking about all the awesome stuff we saw yeah. or like for us to be talking about what we saw and observed happening right then. Like when I went camping with other people like back in Oregon, that is not the group experience that I would have. And I kept telling Scott and Ariane, like the reason part of what made it so special is to be with the same type of people as you. Yeah. Like when we sat on that platform, we were just like sharing about the coolest, like, the stick in the water or we all at different times because we had split up pretty uh I don't know we had a lot know. of space between exactly yeah. but when Ariana and I had linked back up and she was kind of helping coach me a little bit on my my paddling technique we came into this open area and on the right side we see this mama gator and she's kind of like it's more like a muddy area it didn't look like it was a grassy area so she was kind of like her tail would be up and then disappear a little and then we'd see her head and we're both like she's beautiful she was what, right. like six feet long oh, or something gorgeous. yeah and we're sitting there just staring at her and then ariane goes oh there's a baby right here <laughs> I was like, and it's, Shit. yeah it's like two feet away from her and she was a little ahead of me and we're like oh my god and i like I wanted to take a picture, but I knew like we wouldn't quite have time. And then all of a sudden, Mama slowly gets in the water, and I'm you can see her kind Mom. of like, yeah, making these little S shapes behind, like, oh, okay, time to paddle. Like, but it <laughs> was so going. beautiful. And then it was really cool when we got back to camp, and we're all like, well, did you see this? Did you see this? Yeah. And we all got to see like. So when I say it's like it was a zoo exhibit or like a museum, is you know there is certain parts that you think would have 
changed too rapidly for us all to mm -hmm. have experienced, but we all got to see them. Yeah. And that was one of my favorite parts. Like yeah. when we all realized that, you know, that one we all saw, that was pretty cool. Well, I can't even express to you enough how special it truly was for Scott and I to have you join us on this adventure and not only get to, you know, guide you through the exploration of, of, of doing something you've, you probably never thought you'd get an opportunity to do, but, nope. but to get to meet a listener was that's always cool. Beyond Absolutely. special to us and, and day in and day out and spending time with you. And I, I have to hand it to you. I, you nailed that swamp. You yep. embraced Absolutely. it. Swamp and I are besties. <laughs> you embraced it and you were one with it. And it just, it, it was, it was truly an experience for us to get to watch you go through that process. So I am so grateful. That means a lot yeah. to me. I, I just have one uh, final question. Um, <laughs> would you please send me the video of Ariane dancing oh, on the platform? Well, yes, That is an epic video and people should watch this video. You oh want to see God. a happy dancer I in the mean, swamp. Ariane in her happy place for sure. She like, on the platform almost every Every day, like she'd yeah. be like, "Oh, time to warm up," and she'd get going, and it was, it was pretty fun. That was definitely awesome. All right, we can never speak of that again. Oh, uh -oh. but now the listeners know. But I do want to say to anyone listening who doesn't feel like they have time or the money in their life to do an adventure like that, you will surprise yourself. Like I, all logic should have told me that I could not have pulled that trip off, and I did. And you know. I definitely anyone who even thinks that one of their adventures they talk about sounds even just a little bit appealing just just do it you know it the reservation part of the trip was only $350 for three days in a swamp that is nothing no, that's nothing it's, it's like Amazon. it's better than a hotel yeah. price yep. and like better than you could ever imagine so I, I definitely want to challenge people who who sit at home feeling bad about not being able to go on vacation and stuff to figure out a way. Trust because the it'll change your trail. life. Yeah. Well, thanks, Yvonne. Thank you so much. Thank you, Scott. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really super hope you enjoyed. Uh, Yvonne and Ellie shared their story about how they trusted the trail. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, please post a comment on iTunes. It really helps spread the word and it helps get Trust the Trail podcast out there so other people can listen to it. Also, if you have your favorite podcatcher on Stitcher, Podbean, post a comment there. We'd really super appreciate that. Shout outs to our new Facebook members and specifically our patrons, Rick, Jerry, Shirley, Chuck, John, Jerry, Suzanne, Brad, and Bill. We really appreciate uh, the support that you guys give us. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and of course on Radio Public, both on iOS and Android. You can also follow us on Instagram, Trust the Trail, and our Trust the Trail Facebook page. So uh, we really hope you guys get out there and enjoy the outdoors. Spring is here. We're all ready to get out there and get our uh, hiking on. And uh, we would love to hear from you guys. If you guys have some stories or you want to share something, please let us know. Email us. We love getting emails from you guys. So remember, the trail gives you everything that you need, as we found out on this episode. It, if you trust it, it will give you what you need. So 
in the meantime, trust the trail, you guys. Bye.